and welcome to Test Pilot, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I'm your host, Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Cassie and Andy. Hi. Wow, that was a different opening. Yeah, I didn't say my co-host. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't consider you that anymore. Yeah, right. Okay. I consider you less than host. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. And they don't, have, they don't have a word for that. Like, I guess I could say assistant, Cassie and Andy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, but have we ever assisted in anything? No, you, you just drag I me mean, down. I mean, I set up. I guess I yeah, am you, like a... I'll, okay, so I'll say like my... my, my junior my, assistant. Junior <laughs> assistant, my roadie. I put my in roadie. the couch. You put in the couch. And I got the bag of gear from my cupboard. Yeah, all right. I guess you're kind of like... My roadies, I agree. Yeah, but I was going to say Cassie's more of like a... I told a, you, I booked a, this space. A prop, yeah, a proper host. You kind of have... The like a host in the sense that you're hosting us. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like a dinner party. Yeah, like a major exactly. day. Like, yeah, yeah, there exactly. you go. Here's the thing. I got a lot to start this episode with. There's, there's a lot of... Uh, housekeeping. I'm, a lot of housekeeping because we're going to get some hate emails. But before we go into <laughs> any of that, we've been meaning to do this for a couple of weeks. Uh, we're just going to give Andy... The, and it's not going to be bad. It's not going to be what you're thinking. Oh, it's, it's, he's not going to come. It's actually quite the opposite. Um, we've got Andy with a very special message. I am doing the world's greatest shave. It's a charity for Leukemia Foundation, which is uh, based on blood cancer. And you know, if you've got the time, if you've got the money, you know, send me send me some money, sponsor me, do something, share share the love, spread the word. I don't know, do something related to it. I don't even know how to promote you this. Need to surely, tell surely, you need to tell them yeah, how. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I like don't know how. Just go on to like Facebook. You didn't I post come up with Facebook. Oh my god, you're, you're a psychopath. You didn't have. You don't. You don't even have a hyperlink that you like. Like an address. What am I meant to uh, read out? My hyperlink. Http forward forward slash leukemia foundation. You know we're gonna do. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna post it on our social media at some point. We're gonna change our tact. Just delete this. We change our link in our bio to Andy's. Uh, Andy's. We well, finally get to shape. say link in bio. Link in bio. It's going to be really good. Nah. Like radar or something. Just go off um, search, Google search, Andrew Church. Don't make it hard for people I'm to kidding. donate. I'm <laughs> just, I never know with you. Just Google search leukemia. You're bound to find it. <laughs> you know what? Go images if you want. To. <laughs> okay, we have a very special episode today, and. Uh, I'm not even going to ask either of you why, because you yeah, guys- I'm over, I'm there, over that there, anyway. There's some <laughs> infighting. he asked you all the time and he never asked me once. So of course you're- He has. had a gazillion yeah, and, and absolutely did she Yeah, she it. pushed. It was so <laughs> shit. Yeah, absolutely It was terrible. It. I listened to it today and honestly, I was like, that girl is classy and confident. Yeah. Reason number one why it's a special episode. Reason number one, we have a guest. That's mm-hmm. always special. That is sick. We got a- More often than not, we have a guest. We have so a third, third time guest. He's come in with- Third time sex. Sex pervert, third time crime pervert, third time crime pervert, hat trick on the crime perverts, a crime pervert hat trick, if you will. <laughs> we are joined by Billy. It's <laughs> 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 my third strike. Yeah, yeah that's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're out anyway. You may as well leave with a bang. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> now I really need to. I'm going to jump into fast facts now, and then after fast facts, you know, I'm going to address the big questions in the room. The big questions about if if this is even legal, what we're doing. Right I was now. surprised you said yes, and uh, I said horrible things about you to Billy first, again. First, we're going to do fast facts. Andy, can you hit that button? The show we're doing today is Underbelly: The Golden Mile. This season aired in 2010. Overall. 
Underbelly had six seasons, which aired from 2008 to 2013, with 61 episodes. Overall on IMDb is an 8.1, and the first episode of this season, Into the Mystic, has a 7.8. Bro, you fucked it. Well, it's fucking hard, dude, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I th- there's more information <laughs> than usual for Fast Facts. So Fast Facts, we're usually just You doing said I blew my plug. You blew those Fast Facts, dude. It's You're okay. both terrible at your craft. They're going to come back. Okay, so are we legally allowed to do this, for one thing? I said you'd say no. You, you did say so, that. Yeah. yeah, so Billy asked me if we could do this. I said I'm into it, but... Mark's a fucking psycho. Honestly, I think I probably said those exact words. Here's the thing. Potentially. I don't know. I This isn't the first, this isn't the pilot episode of Underbelly, but it is the pilot episode of Underbelly, The Golden Mile. Yeah, but I think if you go to the point where it's like Star Trek, the next generation, it's like an aspect. Like We've kind of done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to be a hypocrite, Mark. Yeah, (laughs) and you selected Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's not a spin-off; it's an anthology. And what Mark said is that we can do anthologies now. So get ready for every pilot of American Horror Story. Oh dear God, no! Yeah, Um, but yeah, I I think now I'm going to rule anthologies uh, a okay. And we've also ditched the whole thing of doing watching whole seasons of shows at the moment. So we told them that. So like that works with anthologies as well. So we can do American Horror Story. Here we come. So last time you came on, Billy, last time you came on was Oz, actually. That's right. So the Mm -hmm. first time you came on, we did the original Underbelly. Yeah. The OG Underbelly. I think it's just called Underbelly. It is just called Underbelly. Underbelly. Yeah, yeah. So this is entirely different. To start off, this is a different story completely. I'm guessing we're going to see similar actors, maybe span shows. Not hugely. So not it's, not, it's not an anthology in that. It's not like an American horror story where like no, Evan Peters plays similar like a actors role. in the way that there's like 10 people and All Saints was cancelled. So True, true, yeah. true. Uh, yeah. What like season is Georgie Parker in? She's got to be in one. I don't know that she is. Oh, man. She She's playing Carl Williams in the reboot. Yes. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. She does a great yeah. Carl. Yeah. Real, really <laughs> tasteful, really respectful. Yeah. I think they're just going to do Underbelly Georgie Parker mm. just for all the shit that she's done. So, so much. Um, Georgie Parker, she's she's rolling around in the mud. The, the thing about um, Georgie Parker references is I don't know if most people know who Georgie Parker is. I actually oh, thought this is where they're no from. Idea. I actually, no, that's the thing. I sort of didn't and I realized I have been on set with her. Oh, okay. Is this through my mom and her yeah, work? Yeah, it is. Okay, come, on, away. come yeah. on, spill the tea. Wait, she's on Home and Away now? I think she was on Home and Away, was she not? Uh, I mean, I've obviously got her, I've got it wrong. How so many makeup right. artists did she fire? She reco- <laughs> what she does is she makes them touch her inappropriately. Yeah. And then she fires <laughs> them. And it says, you'll, no one will believe you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm um, a big Hollywood actress. Then everyone's like, you're, you're in Australia. I couldn't, she could well be on Home Way, but she was big, uh, like she was the main person on All Saints. I'm I, thinking of the right person. I once won an award for Yeah, she's on Home and Away since 1988. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely, I've got no interest in hearing of the fake award that you won. From Mim and I made a short film. What was the short film? What was it called? <gasps> oh, it's so embarrassing. It was yeah, called I, The I, Doors of Perception. Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> oh, no. oh my God, The oh. Doors of Perception. Did you have? Did you use literal doors in the thing to signify Almost the emotional definitely. doors? Okay, and what was the plot of the house? How long did Doors of Perception go for? I think like five minutes, maybe. Five minutes, okay. It was, so it was only shot. artistic. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Like we had shots of like people smiling, but then screaming. Oh my oh, God, wow. you suck. Yeah, <laughs> we were 15. Did they do things where it was We like, won a lot of awards. No, you didn't. <laughs> we did. We won two separate awards. And it was like- <laughs> That's, That's not a lot. lot if it's two. <laughs> How many did you win? A couple. And one of, and we, it played at the Dendy- yeah. 
in the city and uh, the Orpheum in Paddington. Yeah, but is that Shit. because you entered a competition, a where, competition like, where like they hired out? The, yeah, exactly. Every <laughs> single. Yeah, like one hundred percent. But I also don't think we entered it because it just doesn't seem like yeah, our it opened vibe. Australia wide. Two of us. So. Uh, I'm well, it wasn't just Mim and I. There are other people involved. You just don't know them. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we will go. We and we will won't go down shame them. I feel like I don't want to. Yeah, we'll, we don't want to shame them. They've probably gone on to have fruitful lives. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 we will go on to Underbelly. I just need to have a quick synopsis of the plot of Dolls of Perception. Or was there, was, were you so arty that there was no plot? There was no plot. And what award did you win specifically? Like, particip- was it, like, honestly... Was it for participating? No, no, no. Both ones, we won an award. Um, They tried their best. (laughs) (laughs) And one of them was gifted from an actor from All Saints. Okay, okay. Do you have any more questions or can we move on to Underbelly? I guess we can. I guess we can. I suppose. Yeah. Like uh, until, I don't know who still has the How film. long were the credits? Because I know that it was at least <laughs> two and a half minutes. The credits were set, this has just come back to me in this moment, to an acoustic version of Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> okay, okay. Who, who was this acoustic version by? Oh, no, by Nirvana. Right. Um, okay, so and um, pain, right? So just, just, just went for it, I guess. But it was like almost as long as the film and it was like off takes. Like... <laughs> Oh, you had bloopers. You, oh, oh no. my God. That's the worst. You can't have bloopers. You haven't earned bloopers. I wonder who would have it. Because, like, my parents. Georgie Parker. Yeah. Yes. And also Dandy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I reckon they, they sure still play it every now and then. Yeah. It's um, like they hate an Orpheum. They, do that. they played at their Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> just because, like, a couple of people involved following. had those families that kept everything. The funniest thing is just imagining the bloopers too. <laughs> smells like Dean Spirit yeah, as well. Such a bad <laughs> combination. It'd be so like much. me pretending to be sad and then being like, cut and being like, <laughs> It's just really bad. It's just the but last time I told you that around this age, I pretended I was in an episode of Laguna Beach. Why yeah. did any of this surprise you? Yeah, it's true. It's a good it's point. Just, oh, I just can't. And again, can I say, I bear my heart and soul on this podcast, Billy. For everyone's entertainment, these boys don't do shit. Hey, yeah. I'm going to give you credit right now. At least you were doing shit. Well, you know? I once tried to make a film. I went to a slave school. Age. I was doing the least. I tried to make a film around that age, and same. And we filmed one scene, and then went. Ah, this isn't worth it. <laughs> and then we gave up. It was a school assessment. Oh, wait, why was it playing at the Dendy then? It was just that good. Our school. The bloopers were that funny. <laughs> Our school, for whatever reason. Was rich. Oh, my God. <laughs> we made one of those cakes that you can make in a microwave and just turn the thing backwards. And that was like one of the scenes. Wow. What, like so a soup It was just a micro. Yeah, it was like a micro. You know, those oh microwave muffins. Just the bloopers deflating. from that scene must have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> One of the awards, um, we won a camera, like a video camera, and our school kept it. Because they were like, look, it's five of you. And I'm like, let us sort that out. Yeah. Cage fight. Like, we don't want you to make any more of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take yeah. away your weapons. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, she can't hurt anyone Stop else Stop doing now. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so basically that leads us to Underbelly. <laughs> it really, really Because does. this was my... This is what this, this felt is, like a student film. To this me. was Jaws of Perception by Mim and I and three other people that I can't quite put my finger on right now. So this this season of Underbelly, we're going away from the first season that we talked about, <clears throat> which followed the Black Prince. Well, it didn't really. No, first no, episode was Black no. Prince, and the rest was about. It was more the Moran. Oh yeah, and I was so wrong Carl about Williams. every first episode Carl of Underbelly Williams, being a yeah. misdirect because this one wasn't. No, no, but no. this. So this season of Underbelly, Underbelly is a bit disappointing. I find. The most part, because like 
and this this happened with the last one as well, but there's mm. just so many genuinely the the genuine potential yeah. for all of these seasons 100%. is like through the roof. Mm. Yeah. Especially this one as well, because like and they they so the first scene of this this show is they basically explain what King's Cross is. Yeah. And obviously if there's like a global audience watching this or, or an audience that isn't from Sydney, I guess, mm. might need like a refresher on what King's Cross is. And they've got this whole thing about the Golden Mile. Yeah. So that is the... that's The Clay Street. The Clay Street. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the whole thing about it is it's just like this one strip where all the strip clubs are, all the bars are, all the nightclubs are, all the drugs is. Mm. All the drag shows. All the drag yeah. shows are. So it's like the roughest part of Sydney. Mm. And the potential in this scene and this whole show is like through the roof just with this story because you're like, that's genuinely interesting. It is, yeah. The way, But it's just it's just the filming techniques and the music for the, <laughs> the original music, scene, yeah. it, for the initial scene, it's just so lame from the first fucking second of this episode. Yeah. And you've got like this thing that they do a lot in this show where they'll do like multi, like as if someone's taking a f- like a yeah jittery. It's speed ramping. Yeah, yeah. Speed ra- it's just. So- I hate that yeah. so much. Yeah, it's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're basically following John Ibrahim. John Ibrahim. Yeah. So we're following John Ibrahim for this whole season, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, it's it's mainly focused around him, but then, and the cops. And yeah, there's also like the the Wood Commission, the Wood Royal Commission, which is like the investigating the the police corruption. And there's a few like diverging storylines. There's that one Prozzi that you see just right at the end of this one. Uh, She's got her own storyline. Who becomes a policewoman and oh yeah, yeah. And then there's also some stuff with horse racing as well, which I vaguely remember. They do a lot in they cover a lot of ground, yeah. And that's that's they cover a lot of time because also not that much happens in this episode. No, no, no. I'm saying in life. So you can cover like 10 years in 10 episodes. Well, like, that's what kind of what they did because it went from 1988 to 1999. That's what I'm saying. saying. They yeah. do. They yeah. cover yeah. a lot yeah. of ground. Yeah. So, but we, for, for the, the sake of this first episode, we kind of follow, and that's what we're actually doing in this first scene is we're following Ibrahim mm-hmm. as he runs down uh, that street to some gym. Now, this is where it's confusing, especially for me, is that in this first scene of this show, I don't think we're quite there yet, but the amount of people that we get introduced to in this episode alone Insane. was so hectic and way too much for me. I mean, for you especially, out of everyone, dude, yeah. It was crazy. Four, four people is like your min- like your max. Oh, your max. You're yeah, pushing it yeah. even with four. I, honestly, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, it's a genuine problem that when I watch shows, if there's like, like, if I get introduced to like 10 characters in an episode... I genuinely get like anxious where I'm like, I'm not going to be able to watch this show. That's how I felt in Deadwood though. And you were so fine. Yeah, but it's just so many people. And then like, there's been so many shows where I get like five episodes deep and I don't know characters because I don't remember their names. And they'll yeah. like talk about characters. They'll be like, oh, and Johnny's over there. I'm like, who the fuck's Johnny? I, don't I think get you it. just got to let it like wash over you. Like a lot of that stuff, I feel like. You like, feel if like it, you pick it back if up. If it's important, they'll clarify it to me. But it's a little bit like, it reminded me, I, I mean, I think, now they always say you should never uh, reference or remind someone of a better movie or TV show. <laughs> yeah, like it, it made me think of like Goodfellas or something when they're introducing all those people in the restaurant, like you know, yeah. Johnny Two Times. Yeah, for sure. It felt a little bit like that. I mean, the the, the freeze frames and the the pistol noises was yeah, uh, yeah. So terrible. So but <laughs> <laughs> anytime a new character goes on the screen, it's basically freeze frame on them. 
their name literally like physically comes up as in a lower third bold, on like yeah. white bold text, and it's like yeah. <laughs> someone had seen Snatch like and just this, before this they yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll attest to this too. This is every underbelly every season. They, they always do, do it. Yeah, okay, yeah. did they yeah. do that in the first? one? I don't think yeah. there was the gun noises. I don't, no. I don't Possibly know not, I but it's that. the same thing where they pause and the big text comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I mean it's a style. It, yeah, it, just, it can be good. It can be good, but there's something about. The way Underbelly does that, it, it just it does feel cheap. It's tacky. It does, yeah. yeah it's yeah. cheap and it's tacky. Well, like yeah. no, but Underbelly. So, I argued this last time. It's camp. I don't know I if don't it's over the top enough to be camp. It's camp. I think it just look feels like they used like a big W editing suite. You know, like it <laughs> feels I'm gonna very like cheap. die on this cross. Like when I die, I want my tombstone to say. Is it going to be Underbelly the King's was camp? Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be a photo of me being like... And I'm going to be next to you. No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It is good that we got these joint burial plots. At the time, it felt weird. I mean, so much debt, but it was so worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing about debt is that when you die... I mean, yeah, yeah, it's totally... It's weird that you guys did it, though, but and you're both getting cremated. It was kind of, like, pointless. How do do funeral homes make money? We change our minds. I think you, you rent space. Do you rent no, space? No, I'm just saying you just know. go you go like, yeah, I'm gonna pay, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. And then you fucking die. <laughs> and then they bury you there, yeah, dude. But they put that on your partner, <laughs> then your kids. Like, you don't organize your own funeral. Why are you answering him like he asked nah, a serious question? You do. Yeah, because you can't <laughs> I mean you can if you want the to. The day before you're gonna jump the Grand Canyon, you're like, all right. I'm gonna pay that bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trust me. The money I get from jumping the Grand Canyon is going to make up for this burial plot tenfold. How come we found a flight to the States? You're just like, don't worry about it. And then when you fucking die like a dumb shit, they have to bury you. Yeah. It's legally binding. They're going to leave you on the curb. Like, exactly. What yeah. So we get introduced to John. Johnny Boy is who we're following this whole episode. Yeah. In this, he's a, I don't know, 30 to 40 year old man playing what we're Led to believe is a high schooler, yeah, a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. Like high I never schooler. did anything after this, and I can tell you for a fact because last year he was on that reality TV SAS show, SAS Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, okay. he was a nightmare. He was the villain on that show. Yeah, yeah did every, you watch that? No, but I looked him up, and right, yeah, yeah everyone hated him. They like asked him to. Amer- apparently, him and Merrick from American Ross. Yeah. Oh, but he was just he was just a larrikin. Yeah, <laughs> that that bloody Merrick, Merrick. won, didn't he? <laughs> I don't know. That's um, as far as I read into it. Yeah, I just <laughs> you saw the word Merrick and you're like, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Broke computer my computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, I just listened to a reality TV podcast and so everything they spoke about about SAS Australia was that he was a nightmare, Johnny yeah. Graham. And they kept, yeah, asking oh, him Oh, shit, leave. I thought you were talking about the actor. Oh, no, the actor. She is, yeah. Wait, yeah. the actor that played John Abraham? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought... I wouldn't like, be surprised if the actual John Abraham went on Celebrity SAS. Yeah, yeah. And like, I reckon it's more celebrity. of a Dancing with the Stars situation for him, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first scene is we're following him down this street. He goes into a boxing gym. Yeah. And that's when we meet Hammer. Yeah. So Hammer is who to him? He's uh, he's just like a, a hired muscle type for a bunch of, the nightclubs in the cross. Are they related? Are they brothers? No, no. He just knows him because he Racist is man. kind of trying to get in there. And I think he sometimes works at the boxing gym. That's the impression okay. that I got. The biggest crime in this entire episode, though, is Hammer's facial hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So bad. Absol- it was the thinnest goatee I have so ever bad. seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like almost transparent. It I was think so it, thin. The goatee is the worst facial hair oh, ab- configuration. Absolutely. I think, sure. And they were, I think so. they were probably like, hey, we're going to give you a goatee. Uh, and he's like, oh, just hold, 
I reckon I could grow one. <laughs> no, no fake hair needed. Give me one week. I'll come back. It's going to blow your mind. I'm just going to do it. Just wait and see. <laughs> Comes back, like points to his face and they're like, oh God, no. Like, yeah. they. I don't know if the camera's going to pick that like, up. Oh, you've got dirt on your face. He's like, how dare you? I will walk. And they're like, fucking just let him have it. They keep trying to wash him and he's like, not too rough. You're going to pull it out. <laughs> it is, it's, to the level of like would be actually hard to craft on a face. That's how thin the goatee is. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like yeah. shaving to that amount of thinness. Yeah. It's like a pencil thin moustache, but that just keeps going yeah. around his mouth. But when you're done, you just get a bus ticket and just like, you can just shave it off your <laughs> face. Just a stiff piece of cardboard yeah. and just knock it off your face. So basically their whole relationship in this episode is Hammer. He's like, he's done it before. Yeah. He's kind of, he's kind of, been around these these this street for he's a while. He's kind of mentoring John, I think. Yeah, he's mentoring him. But at the start of this episode, it's very much like a hey, you don't want any part of this. Yeah, like, go yeah. back to school. Yeah, finish your education. And while the crew that he runs with are kind of like, oh, John, come hang out with us. Yeah, this is gonna be sick. So John follows. Then we get where John is following Hammer around, like the entire King's Cross, but secretly, yeah, secretly following yeah. Him around, just kind of watching just what tailing, he does. Yeah, and this is where you get like a million different people, so and many. it's like their names on the screen, and it also like is explaining them at the same time. So it's like this guy, he's like, and like this is the muscle of this bar, and it's like gush, 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 yeah. names left, right, and center. Oh, I was exhausted after I watched this. It was it was a lot to take. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't make anything out. And they even introduced like the dude who like uh who's Had got like a, a like a sign. Yeah, he's like yelling at people. I felt like they're like when yeah, I was Grimy like, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote his name down because I was like, that's a good name. <laughs> I want the spinoff of Grimy Grimy Graham. I don't know what his story. <laughs> he was actually a pretty big part in this one episode. Yeah. But I I kind of his imagined that like gone. how how much. How much are they going to talk about Grimy Graham yeah. as a show? Or is it like a Black Prince thing where like episode two, it's actually like the real villain. <laughs> the, real yeah. the king of the cross, Grimy Graham. He's probably a composite character of just like people they saw on the street or something. Yeah. I feel like he was one For of those. For sure. Yeah. It's, and it's also- do, I really, I, from looking at the underbellies after I watched that season that we did, they do that a bit. Well, because there's a law, I think, I don't know if it's in New South Wales, but in Victoria, you're not allowed to represent actual- police officers on television. So like oh. all those cops in the first one, they're all composite characters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And in so, this so one as well? No, because, no, because they're, 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 yeah, in this one, like like Chuck Fowler and- like Yeah, they're all, real cops. They're real people, so it must just be a in, Victoria It thing. must be because Underbelly Badness, they use the real cop's name too. Yeah, it's just a Victoria thing. So the main- And you're not allowed to use the name of someone if they're currently on trial, which was a problem the first one. Yeah, well. so a bunch of it got delayed. And, yeah. yeah. But in this one, so we, we, we get introduced to 50 to 60 characters in yeah. quick succession. Yeah. We also get introduced to, I don't think we meet any cops here. No. Not quite yet, but we do. We oh, we we don't meet any detectives, but we meet uh, the two like street cops yeah. that that are present throughout this episode. Yeah. So there's a male and a female, Mr. Tall and like, blonde girl, uniform plot police officers, mm-hmm. and they and we get a couple of things in this opening scene where it's like, uh, you you're just kind of following a day in the life of Hammer. Mm. So he's going like he's going from bar to bar, going in and like getting money from people. Yeah, doing those secret handshakes with like money and for sure yeah, yeah yeah and then he's he'll get like at one point he gets like a beeper like a beep to his beeper and he's like oh shit i'm going and then i'm going to like the pink flamingo pl- pink flamingo yeah and basically the whole thing is that the pink flamingo 
they had some bounces there. there. There weren't enough bounces for the fight that was breaking out. So then he shows up with like other other guys and just starts like this straight up huge brawl. So they're kind of just setting his character up at this point as being like, you know, the man of a, King's Cross. Yeah, street tough. Yeah. yeah. He's but well, yeah, he's a street tough. Yeah, and he's in he's involved with every location as well. It's like yeah. he he know like every bouncer in every kind of like pub or bar or club. I love those bouncers wearing the bow ties. Yeah, they, I wish they still did that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. So well, formal. Yeah. Yeah, because at the moment You King's just knew Cross, you were going into a formal establishment. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You walk past and you're like, hmm. Yeah. I think I'll go to the classy joint. <laughs> Yeah, pussy galore. This looks like all class. <laughs> but um, I think we also, before we actually get to this fight, we do get a scene where uh, Hammer goes into like the two kingpins of King's Cross. Yeah. And they're the two guys that like run the entire cross. And I was hoping you had their names. Yeah. Really. Lenny McPherson and George Freeman. Yeah, George, George Freeman's from Neighbours. So he, George, George Freeman and Lenny McPherson. Lenny McPherson is the one that like kind of looks like a history teacher, and yeah. George Freeman is the peroxide blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. his character yeah. is great. He's re- I really like. So him. He's a good actor too. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy. Him. I definitely had. I think that actor. He while I looked at his IMDb and there was he was he's in shitloads. Yeah, Neighbours. Yeah. He's in Neighbours, but he's also in quite a lot of international things. Yeah, he oh, actually is. I've like seen in a him on lot. Shit, yeah. Like he was in uh like X Men. Origins and shit like that. Oh, really? Wow. Um, but he was in a he's, he's in a, a lot of, of shows. Guys in this one. I think he had presence that guy like more than. A oh, for sure, yeah, definitely. He, yeah. he kind of had that vibe to him where he, yeah, you were like, I don't think I recognize him for in, from anything, but I was like, I know he's in stuff. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, he, he also kind of disappeared into the role too because it took me a while to figure out who he was, but he was really good with like the white hair and everything. Yeah, like that, which is a like, testament because the. Costume was ridiculous. Stupid. Yeah. Like, stupid. Yeah, he yeah. looked like Colonel Sanders. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Bond nice. villain Colonel Sanders. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just without the mustache. Yeah, and, like, yeah. he looks so, so dumb. And to the point where, like, you would assume that, like, you just kind of assume the character to, like, have, like, a southern drawl or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The clown of the cross. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But Hammer's there just because, like, this dude runs the joint. They're there just to give him money, basically. Mm. So it seems like Hammer is like he's like a street man. So he goes around to all the places, he gets the money, and then he takes it yeah. to the big guns. He's taking protection money yeah, yeah, from those places. While this is happening, you can see outside, John's been watch, following him this whole time. You can see him outside wa- looking in, and then you have a moment where Hammer and John kind of make eye contact, and he's like, I see you there, but I'm not, I'm not angry, but I, I kind of see you there. He smiles. He gives him a little sm- wry smile. After, like Hammer gives him a wry smile. Yeah, yeah, for After sure. After some time. Like, you kind of, like, at the start, you kind of see him just being, like, a little bit shitty, sort of. And then that cuts to, like, after that scene, that's when he gets the pink, pink flamingo uh, beeper. He goes and gets in a fight. He gets knocked to the ground at one point. And he has a guy over him. And the, the guys that they're fighting are just, like, drunks. Yeah. yeah. They're just, like, some out-of-towners out of, or something yeah. they said. Yeah, yeah. Who have just, like, come for, like, a Bucks party or something. Yeah. Gotten too drunk, gotten a fight with the bouncers. Bouncers couldn't handle it, so he gets beeped straight away. There's a fight going on. Yeah. Uh, Hammer's been beaten up. He's been beaten up by these out-of-towners. Out of the, the 45-year-old extras. Those guys looked really old. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> they did. Uh, kind of everyone looked pretty old. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was Again, Australia young... doesn't have a huge pool. No. Yeah, but surely, like, up and coming. No, up... no one starts acting in Australia till they're 45. Yeah, I guess that is. I true. mean, that, hey, I'm going for it now, so it's kind of right. I'm going for it. You're, you're going to be in the next Underbelly? Sure, dude. Give me 15 more years. 
<laughs> I can't wait. By then, you'll be really a really good actor. Yeah, thanks. By yeah. then, it'll be based on you. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna. You're gonna <laughs> Andy. They'll be like, "Yeah, you can play the. We'll let you out like of prison every day, and you can just like play your your role and whatever you do. Sure, we'll put it on TV. I just because the crime you did was so heinous, <laughs> no one can replicate it. That we don't even know how yeah. it was. Physically possible. You have to have a Hannibal style mask on the whole time, because <laughs> you're a biter. Yeah, uh, the hammer's getting beaten up. He's getting beaten up by the forty-five year old men, and then Johnny Boy comes around the corner, kicks one of them in the, in the face. He yeah. goes down. The cops come to break it up. Now, throughout this whole episode, we get a bit of a storyline, like a side shoot storyline, with these two cops. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like the two street cops. The beat cops, yeah. The beat cops of, uh, of King's Cross. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the casting decisions on these two was uh, not good because uh, I've not seen worse acting ever no. than these two cops right here, especially I believe the female's name was Deb in this episode. Yeah. Shit. She goes hard. She goes, she goes hard and fast with every line she does. She becomes like quite a major character. Does she really? Yeah. She, wow. She yeah. didn't seem to do anything. Is it a re- they surely they have to recast after this first episode? <laughs> They're just like, yeah, it's all really good. Deb, can we see you in the office after this, please? <laughs> just go in there. It's like Deb, it's not going to work. Yeah, and then, she, then she's like, how can you replace me? And they're like, you know what? We'll just put any. Blonde Australian woman. Yeah, we'll role. find someone who was on uh, play school or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Deb goes hard this whole episode. Um, there's only other one other person who acts worse in this whole episode than Deb, and I'll, I'll mention her when we get to her because it's crazy. So the cops have broken up this fight. After the, after they've broken it up, there's kind of a moment where Hammer says, like, I'm doing your job for you. They have this relationship with these cops where basically, well, the the street cops are very different from the detectives. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's after after we have the fight, Hammer and um and John, John have a crew. moment where yeah. he's kind of like, "You shouldn't have been around here. I told you to go home." John's like, "I saved your ass," and then he's like, "Ah, oh, all right. Well, I have to go do something else now." John to tag along. Yeah. Now I think it cuts to the detective story a little bit. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm jumping around too quickly. Yeah, no, I think that's right. No, yeah, they do. Yeah, because I I wrote down that they they really and it's the same with the first one. Like they really they don't fuck around. Like they get down to business pretty quickly. They're like, this is John. He wants to work in nightclubs. These are a bunch of detectives who are all filthy. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's very yeah. like there's no. It's to the point. They lay sure. it out. Painting yeah. a picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they do, they with crayons. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hundred percent beautiful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because like that's they do. They don't have the time in this at all. To like, you no. know, to create characters that you kind of care about. Yeah, there's no all. background. Like, it's not like The Sopranos where like the first episode is purely based on the guy's ducks going away. You know, yeah. We don't we don't have the fucking time for that in. No, Underbelly. there's not going to be a Kevin Finity episode. In no, Underbelly. not at all. Yeah, yeah. But we get okay. So this okay. So we go to the cops. So we meet the like a new cop joining the force. Yeah. His wife is a rogue trader in real life. That's um, right. Yeah, voodoo yes. child. Yeah. yeah, that's all I could think of. And I saw she was on baby, baby. She you was are also, my voodoo child. My voodoo child. She was on Home and Away or Neighbors. I want to. She was on she Neighbors. Was on, yeah. She played yeah. Izzy. So yeah. Natalie Bassinquet. Embrulia. Embrulia. <laughs> Natalie <laughs> Absolutely not. She is an angel. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, his whole story is that he is joining the. King's, King's Cross yeah, he's detective force. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt watching him, I felt that this story was going to be kind of like 
you follow like this new guy get introduced to a world of corruption mm. that he kind of is like, whoa, I don't know about this. Like, I'm not on board with this. Yeah. And you get to experience the corruption through his eyes. Yeah, moral but compass. But he was on board moral, so quick. Yeah, moral compass, man. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was he, like, he's going to have a good moral compass and try and shut this shit he down. He jumped right into Yeah, it. he was like, what? More money, please. <laughs> the whole point that all of us were like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the moral compass type thing. Yeah. I, I got to give props to Underbelly in that regard that, like, we all thought it would be as I don't think they're ever intentionally misdirecting. Yeah, maybe But it was not. sweet of you to it's say. A, it's a true story. So, like, this is obviously what happened, you know. I know, but it would be. Oh, no, no, but, no, but the misdirect of it all, I just don't it think It would be smart. easy enough to show this true story through the perspective of someone who wasn't yeah. in on it from yeah, the start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Because the whole thing about him is he's joined this police force. He's instantly, like, Led into the inner circle. Yeah, yeah. Like straight away, they like make jokes. Like the the first jokes, one of them's like, "What do you think this guy looks like?" He's like, "I think he looks like he's not worth anything." Yeah. And then like a second later, they laugh and like have a beer, and then they take him down to King's Cross. But he- there's also a bit of background just to clarify. The guy who was like, "I think he's not worth a piece of our time or whatever or yeah. anything," they were previous partners. Okay. So there's there's that probably. Part of recruitment, it was like we need a guy who's not going to fucking like, yeah, like rat us out. Yeah, oh yeah, he's he was familiar. Gonna, to yeah, him. he's gonna he's gonna be wanting in on this game. Oh, and extra I actually money. missed. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, so like that's a part where when it's, when he was said it, I was like, oh shit, this guy is like actually dirty already. Because the police guy. force yeah. do have that one guy there that they don't respect as well. Yeah, so there's yeah. like but he one- gets that. He still gets that. Uh, stank money. Oh, okay. They still sure. feed it to him. They just treat the him stank like shit. Money. Yeah. <laughs> you learned that on the streets, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> but the first scene of the the new detective is he's in a car with his partner, and they're just driving down the strip. Yeah. And as they're driving down the strip, they'll they'll stop, and he's pointing people out. He's like, "That's a drug dealer there. That's a drug dealer there. That's a drug dealer there." Mm. Explains how the drugs work in uh in, in Kings Cross. And then as he's as he's going by each club, one of the bouncers or one of like the the soldiers will come out and like just like lean over in the car, start talking, and just drop like wads of cash into, into a lunchbox. A lunchbox. Yeah, goes, he's like, don't goes, forget your lunch. Yeah, yeah he goes, yeah. pull up the lunch. He goes, this is when you get the lunchbox ready. Like, don't forget your lunch. And it's like one of those old shitty plastic yeah. tub lunchboxes. I was like, I remember those. Now that this is this is the scene where I thought like there would be like objections from the new cop nah, being, was... being like oh what do we do but he's in he's honestly like woo yeah. <laughs> every it, step of the corruption it as it gets yeah. worse he's just like yes yes, yes finally this, this is why I became a police officer <laughs> <laughs> so they're going down people are just dropping cash into him as they're going down like he's getting a he's getting a feel for everyone I think you might even have a moment here when as he drives past like the the beat cops they kind of like look at each other and shit like yeah, that yeah they know that they're dirty they're dirty yeah they're dirty um does it I'm trying to think of anything else happens with that story here or is that basically you, we leave from here because you're like okay we understand that the cops in the cross are dirty as fuck yeah yeah I liked the the dirty the any scene with like all the dirty cops together was hilarious just like the the Ockerness, the like the names like all the like the chook Fowler, like all the nicknames and stuff I could have spent like more time. Oh yeah, just yeah. with that crew, yeah, yeah, they were hilarious. And they even say about Chuck, like the big thing about Chuck is that, like, the because it's uh, I didn't mention this, but there is like voiceover going pretty yeah. consistently yeah. through yeah. this episode. A monologue, Always in a monologue. yeah, for yeah, sure. and it's the girl cop, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. From that's the, what I picked up. No, yeah. so it's the girl cop from the first Underbelly, like that. Ah. that's her. 
And but it's yeah, it's she's not in this one. She, she's just narrating. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. I think she's supposed to be well because they're based on books. So I guess she's supposed to be. I think that right. that police woman is the one who wrote the books. I guess oh. I don't know. I didn't probably should have oh. looked into that. <laughs> yeah, no, because yeah, I hate that narration. Yeah, the narration is yeah. very much like it will like cut and the way for Chuck it's like. And this guy, this is Chuck. Pretty much, if you got all the, like the the bad guys in King's Cross, rolled them all together, they wouldn't be half as bad as old Chuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it's, it's quite Australian. And yeah, it's, quite, it's too folksy. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and also, I didn't mention that the beginning of this episode opens to putting on the Ritz. Yeah, <laughs> a really bad putting on the Ritz. That cover. was like amazing. A, like, a, like a cover of it, and a very circusy cover of yeah, yeah that's, super circusy. And you're yeah. like, how can putting on the Ritz? The most scary song of all time. Get even scarier. It really is the most scary song of all time. Um, yeah, yeah. That part in uh, Midsummer when they play that as they burn the people at the end. You know, like I wait. Did they really? No. <laughs> I actually genuinely think that song's terrifying. No, putting on the Ritz is a genuinely scary song. Yeah, I don't oh, know really? what it is about it. No, like that's the, why that when you said that, I was like, really? I thought yeah. you were being serious. No, oh, it's dude. really haunting. I didn't know anyone else putting felt this way. Ritz. It's <laughs> fucking scary. Dun, 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 There's something something mm. bad's happened yeah. to that song. Yeah, could see that yeah like crimes have happened to that song and oh for sure and not, not fun good crimes no no mm-hmm. no no not the kind of crimes that are just a bit of a laugh the like, crimes like murders and happen stuff like in that. a netflix documentary that we all can't watch again because yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah just, no casual misdemeanors have been yeah 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 the, yeah can we talk about the music the music is awful like Beautiful. throughout and it's the same thing i think it's with all of them but i know I've, i just remember the first one and obviously this one that we just watched, but they just cram electric guitar oh, dude. into every I'm pretty. Cue. I'm pretty sure there's a sex scene in this episode that's like pretty much people fucking to the Becca theme tune. <laughs> 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 and you're just like, it's like yeah. there's nothing sexy about yeah, that. Yeah, it's that kind of jazz. It's kind of reminded me of, there's one of the Lethal Weapon movies that's scored by Eric Clapton and every scene's <laughs> just got the... <laughs> yeah. It's so oh. much of that, but just crammed into like pieces of music that don't need... Wailing guitar. It was, yeah. Yeah. There's pretty much insane. like it's from start to finish in this episode. Yeah. yeah. If like, it's like the, the guitarist is sitting there and like he'll slowly start turning up his amp as people are talking and yeah. he's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I'm going to punch this up with a people solo. People want to hear this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the, the music is completely atrocious through this entire thing. Yeah. And that's the thing that ages it. It's that, it's that, Electric guitar, and I don't know if they were going for like this is the kind of music that would have been popular then. Yeah, it's really it's a damn shame like that they don't have the budget to put. They're like, not some hitting. Pop- yeah, they're not hitting like popular songs no, at the time. That you don't been get great. that in the soundtrack. Yeah, which I mean, it's obviously just a budget thing. Like <laughs> you get was- you get a cover of putting on the fucking <laughs> riffs. Like, like- <laughs> that song everyone loves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that would have been. That would have been great if they had some like songs from that period, like it even just Australian songs from that period. That would have been so. I good. mean, they do. Be they great do if they just the had Dale Braithwaite's horses. They actually the do at the very end of this. There episode. is one at the end. Yeah, yeah. One. Is so it? they basically have the budget for one track per episode. Yeah. Yeah. What song yeah. was it? Is it Never Tear Us Apart? Oh yeah, they do. They play it in excess, right? Yeah. 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 And like, but at the rate that that's in movies, that's got to be on Creative Commons by now. Yeah, but his, but that's that's like that would have been the easiest way. 
for this show to have like really just like from the first minute throw you in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's just to like that's why in every fucking movie where they go to the, like it's a Vietnam War scene, all of a sudden it's, it's like dung, 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 yeah. dung, 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 like oh, all yeah, on the yeah. watchtower or yeah. or fortunate son. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's, that's why they chose to go with a haunting <laughs> <laughs> to show us that it will be spooky. Yeah. But like I don't I don't mean and to for keep Billy it will be fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I don't mean to keep shitting on the composer that did this, but like it it didn't even sound like it was like they could have made it sound time like it time, time, time yeah. appropriate. And it was just like a real mishmash of like weird flute. There was that weird flute one as well that they yeah. use at some point when Hammer's walking around and then just, oh, the just cram in some electric guitar. In but there. that's obviously what was always playing in the clubs, man. Just electric guitar and some weird flute. And, like, and yeah. putting on the rich. Yeah. 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 That's the scariest part. Everyone, everyone was just banging out to electric guitar yeah. and flute. And putting on the wrist. In, in like <laughs> clubs in the King's Cross. In the They're all doing the Charleston. It's 1989. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about putting on the Ritz that's so scary. <laughs> Is, is that it didn't come out long enough ago. <laughs> when did it come out? I feel like it came out like 80s. Oh, that is spooky. I don't know when it came out. But really? It's I, not a no, it's no not, way. It sounds like 20. Yeah, I thought it was like a really, really old No, I'm song. talking about the version by... Oh, I'm never going it, to... Is it Michael Bublé? It sounds Who like a Bublé. Who sings Putting on the Ritz? Putting on the Ritz was recorded by Taco. Yeah, it's by Taco. Taco. And it came. Well, Taco, he was born in 1955 and putting on the. Oh, no, that's too late. Let me finish. Putting on the Ritz came out in 1982. Yeah. Oh, that's so upsetting. I thought it was really old. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was like a. That's why it's so terrifying there. (laughs) The part where he goes, You want to go where fashion fits? You just know he's killed people. It sounds like the kind of music that skeletons dance to. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. I yeah, feel yeah. like there is yes! something where, like, someone's made a GIF or a little video yeah. where that's happened yeah, before. There should be a xylophone breakdown in the I middle think of it. There yeah. could be using yeah. the skeleton bones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have we connected it to any major crimes? Because maybe it's the missing thing in all of them. Yeah, like all of a sudden they like <laughs> they just lay down the audio track and they're like, "Holy oh, shit!" Wow, I know who the Zodiac killer. killer. <laughs> 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 they never looked into just putting it. Yeah, all of it, all the little clues he gave. He just put it to the tune of putting on the Ritz. It makes so much sense. <laughs> that guy. Oh my god, he's right over there. <laughs> it was just fucking Taco. It Let's just agree. Yeah, yeah. It was Taco. So we we've met that we've met uh, we've met J- John. We've met the Hammer. We've met Hammer. The fist. We've met the uh, the Dirty Cops. And basically, you're kind of just following a lot of them around King's Cross. Um, yeah, they have like a they go out for drinks because it's that detective's first day. Yeah, so they go out for drinks. Is that when they get into? Yeah, so they 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 go out for drinks and they get into the fight with those the rebel rousers and that happens a little later. But no, fuck that's it. Let's, the second let's, one. Yeah, let's, that's oh, fine. Right, I, I think yeah. that's fine for now because like that the the stories in this episode, which is something that I, I'm I'm hoping the show does a little later on. But you have a lot of stories taking place on one street in this whole episode, mm. but yeah. they're they're pretty isolated. Mm. Yeah, they're for not the really most sure. part. Like yeah, yeah. they're obviously going to connect. You'd like, think they would connect a bit more, but it's I not wouldn't... that kind of thing where like where like you have the opportunity in this show just to do. And it, and to be honest, like now I'm saying it, it might be a little lame, but you could be doing these like tracking shots where you're following yeah. someone, and then like the camera follows so like you yeah, can swap like them walk because yeah. you're all it's basically in this one location, so you have so much freedom to kind of 
interlock the stories a mm. bit more and and yeah. follow different people around. And I guess they and do as it. Billy said, it was eighty million dollar budget. Like true, they should have been doing. I, that I'm sorry, you're getting mistaken. The eighty million dollar budget was for. Um, oh, right. That's right, Cassie's five minutes. <laughs> well, Cassie's, doors of perception. Yeah. Doors of perception. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Which now I, want I to get them confused because you know. Oh God, I don't. <laughs> I don't think the world could handle that. No. As we're following the 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 dirty cops, we follow them. They get money. After getting the money, they're like, oh, my God, look at all this money. Let's go spend this money on beers. <laughs> yeah. So they go out, and this is where you get introduced to, like, the captain who's, like, seedy and gross. And then you 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 also see not only are they getting shitloads of money from the cross, but as they sit down at tables, they just brought, like, buckets, buckets of, beers of beers on yeah. the house and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And they also How much do these cops wish they were cops in Victoria so they wouldn't have to watch Underbelly be made about them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but also you've done a bad. Suck it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 100% right. No, yeah, allegedly, yeah, yeah. no allegedly, come at me, cop. <laughs> you know what? Us hey, police sued force. Would be incredible. <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? What if we got sued by the police force of yesteryear, in fact, I just think it would be great publicity. We couldn't get worse. We Listen, couldn't get less known. It looked pretty cool. I don't know yeah. if this is getting picked up on the mics, but there's literal sirens. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. They're coming for us. So, Chuck Fowler is yeah. on his way. <laughs> that's because they heard about my movie. Yeah, that's true. We're following the cops. They get given heaps of drinks. Then we follow old Johnny Boy. I don't know what the cop's name was in this. The cop that we've been following the whole time. Yeah. After his first day. It's called Rogue Trader's Husband. Rogue Trader's Husband goes home. Yeah. And the aforementioned Rogue Trader is there. Yeah, yeah. she's looking fine. She, she is, does she look hot. Good, she yeah. looks a yeah. million bucks. Yeah, you <laughs> And she basically looks at him. She's like, you said you weren't going to do this anymore. Yeah. He's like, it's just first day at work. He's smashed. He's like, it's just the first day. Come on. It was just drinks with the guys. He goes to work the next day. Hair of the dog. And he gets thrown a beer straight away. Yeah, warm VB yeah. when you're hungover. Yeah. Jesus Made Christ. Yummy. so ill. Yeah. That would make me vomit <laughs> straight away. Here you go, boys. I'm like, no, get that the fuck away <laughs> yeah. from me. Do you have any water? Hydrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they start drinking straight away and they're like, oh, we got to get ready to go out with the missus tonight. So all of them, they're going to the cross the next night with all the wives. Yeah. We get to see he's walking with uh, the the rogue trader, yeah. and she says to him like, "Oh, we we have to go home." The the uh, babysitter, eleven o'clock nanny. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, come on, we want to have fun with the guys." She goes up and like sidles up to one of his coworkers who puts his arm around her. They have a bit of a chat. This <laughs> kind of gets uh, our 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 favorite cop. This gets him a bit annoyed, so he kind of like pulls her away. He gets a bit defensive over her, and that's when someone bumps into them. It's another old man it's another, that they, yeah, it's that they put old. in a youth 25-year-old out on the cross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Starts calling uh, Rogue Trader a bit of a slut. Does he? Yeah. He no, starts think, having words with I the I think that was just like in your version. No, I, I think, think that's what you were yelling at the TV. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you were saying, they go, that's slut! <laughs> You're still upset that she stole Dr. Carl Kennedy from Susan Kennedy on Navy. God damn it. She's a rogue that. trader. Yeah. In my version of this episode, the guy starts hitting on the the uh, rogue trader. Mm. And he must have been watching some like uh sexist version. Yeah, probably. Where he calls her a slut. I probably just No, nah, he thought she was hot and he thought her husband was like a male. Right. I yeah. probably just turned away, then I just saw the fight and was like, I just assumed he's called a slut. <laughs> must have called the woman a slut. <laughs> yeah, because she is. So basically 
the guy's like, oh, how did you get this woman? She's too hot for you. You're you're a nothing. And this cop's already like, I'm the shit. Like, yeah, I, already. I, yeah. Day I, one. He's like, we, we didn't talk about it, but in another scene, he like tried to go up to a bartender and be like, give me money now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like the other cop was like, hey, whoa, we're just getting yeah, around. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. So he's already like, I run this fucking town. Yeah. I'm the best. Yeah. We're super dirty now. So they get in a fight. <laughs> Even more dirty than when we were before, baby. <laughs> and that's it's it's weird that they, I'm that, dirty. Call my wife a slut. <laughs> <laughs> that is the verbatim dialogue as well. Like he looks down the barrel of the camera, and goes, "I'm a dirty cop, <laughs> filthy dirty I'm cop." So dirty. So d- rub that dirt into me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what version you were watching, Andy. Um, I think I was just a sexualized version, which is weird because it's King's Cross in the yeah. 80s and 90s, and it's underbelly. So there's already it's already pretty <laughs> sexual. So the fights are happening. These they get in like a quite a big fight. All the cops are like beating on these guys, yeah. and there's enough guys that the cops are like getting a bit of the shit kicked out of them as there's well. There's one cop who looks like one of the Reno nine one one characters. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. bleach blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. I, he was. I was like, yes, yeah, give yeah, me yeah. more of that this guy. He was kind of like set up to be like the bad boy of the force as well. Yeah. We're, we're talking like a bleach blonde mullet and a and a dark moustache. A really yeah. dark moustache. I'd love yeah. to see a policeman like that. Yeah, because <laughs> there's another scene with him. Like he walks into the room with like a bloody fist and he's like, yeah. Uh, it had the interrogation go. He's like, he told us everything. Yeah, that's right. So they yeah. set up this guy to be like the badass of the force. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's throwing punches. He's yeah. I think he gets the shit kicked out of him in this <laughs> yeah, scene, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, eventually, the uniformed cops come. They round him up. They put him in the paddy wagon. And then basically, they put him in the paddy wagon. And as this is happening, they start saying like, oh, constable, like we're putting him in or detective or whatever the fuck they call him. Mm. And this is when the guys in the van are like, we're fucked, like we fucked up. And they, I think they say something like, oh, we didn't know you were cops. We cut to a scene which I, I think this scene was pretty sick actually because it was genuinely pretty scary. Yeah, yeah I thought the yeah. same thing. I was like, when they, you're talking about when they're shaking yeah. the van and, yeah. and, and, ho- yeah. and hooting and stuff, I was like, that would be... Oh, fucking terrifying. So terrifying. Cops yeah. as well. You're like, cool. Yeah. And they I'm all just, die. No one will know about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. In a fucking abandoned car park. Well, to, yeah, to, to, well they pull, don't know where they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. To quickly explain, like, they're in the back of the paddy wagon. They're going to the station. Once they pull down to the station, you get, which is a good shot as well, you get, like, a shot of, like, behind all the cops and they're all holding their batons. Yeah. Like, and it's your classic, it like, American. Like warriors. Yeah. Like a warriors kind of Yeah, clip. pretty much. And they're all, like, holding the batons. And as the paddy fans coming in and i probably should that's like a racist term isn't it the paddy wagon, paddy wagon. towards irish towards, towards irish people yeah <laughs> i'm irish it's fine it's, oh you've got I the pass you can say I, I got i got i got it i guess it is yeah yeah i never made that connection neither did i yeah so they're all coming in and as they're coming in like the cops are on the side of this van and they're like they're bashing it they're shaking it and they're all saying you're going to die yeah and I think this this scene was. I would be sure I was gonna die. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure, because you've just kicked. And the no shit. one will ever know what happened to me. Yeah. yeah, and all the uniformed officers. There's like a group of them that they basically like the the detectives like get the fuck out of here now. Yeah. And they walk away looking defeated. All yeah, of them give like a they, they they shake their head like oh these bloody guys. They leave, and then you've got the two main ones that you've kind of seen this whole episode. The big cops that we've seen, yeah. And it, and one of them's kind of like he goes to put up a fight, like it Jessica not, Jones's friend. Jessica Jones's friend. He goes to put up a fight because he's the one that has to unlock the thing, and they're yeah. like, unlock it, and then get the fuck out of here. And you can see he doesn't actually go like 
oh, you guys should be doing this, but he's got it in the eyes where he's like, yeah, I'm he doesn't put that much of a fight. Well, he he kind of. I don't think he can't. Yeah. Well, he does say right after that. uh, You know, you have to keep your head down. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Yeah. 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 But then, so you do. Yeah. So he opens it. Him. All the all the uniformed police officers leave. The doors open. They start getting the people out. I believe it cuts there. Yeah, Yeah. it does. So you don't see them kick the shit out of them. But I, I think I think that was probably one of the most interesting things about this episode, yeah, that scene. Because yeah. it was really well done. But I think that's kind of the end of the cops storyline in this episode. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they sort of... Yeah, they turn up, I think, now and again. But yeah, they're the bulk of the, the crooked detectives. That's yeah. part is done. But yeah. it does the job. You, you've, you've been introduced to all the cops that you need. You see, like, them having beers and stuff. You know that it's, like, kind of a boys' club. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've got kind of, like, the juxtaposition of the boys' club with his wife and stuff like that. So I think they've set up quite a lot there. Yeah, well, they definitely focus on that, on the cops later on. But I also read that uh, because, you know, they started a real, like, that would commission to investigate these people. Yeah. But I read today that they, the, the would commission was actually focused it was focused on police corruption but it was also focused on police protecting uh pedophile rings in Sydney there was a group oh, of shit. detectives high ranking detectives who were protecting this pedophile ring and they were distributing child pornography and they obviously didn't want to include that on primetime television. Yeah, shit. it's, it's yeah. not as like, the, it's a jungle out there. As yeah, soon as, yeah. as soon as like, because even in this episode, there's people watching it that are like, yeah, these cops are badass. Yeah. As soon as child porno comes in, you're like, yeah, no, I I hope that we see all of them die <laughs> yeah. in this episode. And it's also just like not what you want to film your primetime viewing with. Definitely doesn't make good TV. No, no. It, really, it would change the tone for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You'd, you'd kind of be really on like John Ibram's side there. Yeah. You'd be yeah, like, I really yeah. hope he guns them down. It would really make the, the, the electric guitar a, a little bit more <laughs> incongruous for sure. I think it would suit it more. Rainish. To be honest, I think that the original cut of this was all child pornography and the, for some reason putting on the Ritz and electric guitar That's really yeah. it really fit the tone yeah, yeah. They just yeah didn't change I think the, the putting on the Ritz is something they kept when they decided to ditch the whole child priority yeah, yeah. they're like, like only for homage this one goes for on go- everything it works everywhere <laughs> so that's kind of the cop story. So we'll, from now on, we'll focus on John Ibrahim's Abraham. Abraham story because the whole show is about him. He's the central figure of this whole show. Yeah. yeah. So as he's kind of being accepted a little more by Hammer and the crew, mm-hmm. which is a ridiculous thing to say, Hammer and the crew. <laughs> I love that. It's kind of like, I don't know, you know how like they had, like bands had that sort of shit, like something in the blah and like. I guess, I but it's, it's I think way more MC Hammer. he wants to be accepted Hammer. by Hammer and the crew. I think way more MC Hammer. Yeah, but I reckon Hammer and the crew is just such a dope name. So, okay, so he's now being accepted in the crew. In Hammer and the Crew, I believe they said. <laughs> so dope. Um, There's a lot of, there was a big Can't Touch This dance monologue <laughs> halfway through. It was sick. It was, it was Can't Touch Street This. Street Sharks came out of it. It was MC Sharks. Hammer and Motley Crew. <laughs> they was, just pushed them together. That would be heinous. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Honestly, add Motley Crew to anything and it will be heinous. <laughs> he has been, he's in the crew now. In a way where he's kind of like, he's kind of like a little brother character to them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can come hang out with us, whatever. Mm. Eventually, they go around to all all the bars and stuff. He, at one point, is like, he's doing like the door job at like one of the, he, he gets to wear one of the bow ties. Yeah, the he bow does. ties. He's yeah. wearing a tux, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it's way oversized as well. He like grabbed it from the guy who was like previously working this. And that other guy's like, like a seven foot. Yeah, he's yeah. like a Ving Ring style yeah. character, or just normal height because <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the guy exactly. is really, really short. It's really small. Yeah. So as this happens, some girls drive by that are like from his school, and they're like, "Oh, are you going to come to the spring formal or like the social yeah, spring the social, social or some yeah. bullshit?" Social. It was obviously year eleven because they were in dress up. Yeah, and they were like. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come. And they're like, you can't. You got expelled. Backstory to him. He got in a fight at school and had been expelled from it. Yeah. Also, hella rude that they'd say, are you coming? Whoops, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I do see what you're saying. Girls are little bitches. <laughs> I do agree. Yeah, especially 16-year-olds who are driving through King's Cross yeah. uh, in the middle of the well, night. In, 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 a, a in a convertible. <laughs> there's, a there's a girls' boarding school in the middle of the cross because I used true, to tutor yeah. there and uh, it's never not weird. Yeah, that is, that's a weird It's also, oh. also called St. Vincent's. Like the, the Catholic school. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's, I used to tutor the boarding school there and it's fucking weird. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. They're just right in the middle there. Yeah, Hammer's a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> so basically John... He's doing he's doing all the grunt work and it's expected that like he's gonna learn the ropes. Yeah, he's kind of soaking everything up. Yeah. He gets taken into the room with the two big dogs, which are, are the guys that run the cross, the two old men. We talked about them earlier, Colonel Sanders and the history teacher. Yeah. They're they're sitting there, they're getting the paid off the money. All the dudes leave, but he stays around behind. As he's staying around behind, he like makes a comment about like how money is harder to uh Yeah, the ten dollar bill is hard to counterfeit or something. Yeah. yeah. And the guys are kinda like, why are you fucking talking to us right now? Oh also when he gets introduced to them, he goes to shake their hands. He shakes the guy on the left hand and the guy, the guy on, sorry on the right hand and he's like, Yeah, okay, I'll shake your hand. As he goes to shake George Freeman's hand, yeah. He George Freeman puts his cigarette like Knocks his cigarette like ash, ash onto yeah. his head. It's it so, was bad. It's so it was baller. Yeah, I love that. But also, this these two guys. I mean, like, sure, yeah. maybe two guys run the cross. But who the fuck is the history teacher guy? Like, he just seems so pointless comparatively to George Foreman or Freeman or whatever. Yeah, I think he becomes a bigger character later because he was a partner with uh, Abe Lincoln. No, there's a guy who be, who later becomes king of the cross. Because spoilers, but George Freeman dies like not that long after. Oh, oh wow. man! Oh, that's another Black Prince. They, they introduce bit. these these great characters yeah. that you're interested in, and then kill them off a couple. Yeah, of he had a, he died of an asthma attack as well. I, I'm pretty. Oh, sure. that's oh, okay. So, I mean, yeah, so that's they, telling. They do they foreshadow, foreshadow that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, he uh, has an inhaler. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically and as much work to, as they yeah, do. Well, he loves to smoke. He's getting them jitties. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I loved him putting his ashing in John Ibrahim's. Yeah, that was that, amazing. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, that guy. But really, jokes on him because he died of asthma. Yeah, true. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what? Jokes on anyone who dies of asthma, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that happened. Well, you yeah. know, sometimes you don't have your inhaler and you fucking die. Yeah, sometimes you're in the pink flamingo and no one's got a yeah. aspirin inhaler. And the crazy thing about it is if you die, they have to bury you. That's right. You don't have to yeah. pay. And you don't have to pay for fucking anything. <laughs> and you could be a millionaire yeah. just like George Freeman God, like and you still don't have to do it. Holy shit. <laughs> so he tries to talk to these guys. There's definite vibe in the room that these guys are like, don't ever fucking talk to us again. Yeah. You are pathetic. And it basically feels like whenever you work bar in a place where um, 
everyone there's richer than you yeah. and you say hey how's your day mm. uh, they don't they don't want to they don't want to answer your question yeah, they about yeah. no. they don't care they're offended you breathe the same air yeah. you shouldn't have you shouldn't have don't even try get it get asthma and die is what they're thinking yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you do die <laughs> Joke is on you, yeah, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Just send a check and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so after that, he does some odd jobs here and there. Yeah, they show they show him like hanging out with, with Hammer. And I think it was very interesting that they... Because I, apparently John Ibrahim refused to confirm that he was like a, a consultant for the show. But then I apparently he would turn up. To, to set uh-huh. Uh-huh. give his two cents oh, I'm not that short that, I guess that kind of thing <laughs> uh, and then there's a scene where they're all in Hammer's car doing coke and they make it's very pointedly offered to him and he very pointedly says no I don't do that oh I think, fuck yeah, off which I think was very I think that was definitely <laughs> one of the days so he was on set was yeah, the yeah they when they had that I was like what a weird thing to include yeah. because there's no way this guy doesn't do crime. yeah, he, yeah. He, he basically looked at the camera and said I have, I have never and will never do <laughs> yeah. drugs yeah. and then there's that scene well, afterwards yeah. 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 there's that scene directly after where everyone just compliments his dick size yeah. like yeah. they just and go talks about how he's not that short yeah they go around the whole circle and they're like man i thought a guy who's average height would have an average sized dick but yes you are average height but you have a very you big have dick. A very <laughs> impressive penis yeah and they all go around the circle and they talk about just how impressive it is and how if zach efron played him in a movie he'd be too short yeah Zac, yeah i mean maybe in if he wore like platform shoes he yeah. could then play but also, also height not- doesn't matter just to, yeah <laughs> and also not big enough either Zac Efron isn't a big enough, yeah. you know, in terms of body mass to yeah. actually play him. I'm bigger than that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So <laughs> you need someone more like The Rock to play me. <laughs> kind of the only other main thing that happens. So you, you, you're following John and he's like, he's becoming bigger. He's a big thing being let into like, you know, the car with them to do coke and stuff like that and going around getting money from yeah, different Yeah, taken into like he's establishments. Becoming, yeah. He's becoming a little street rat at yeah. this point. Yeah. We're still... Hoodie do have the story about they, they all go into a bar one night and they're going to do their, their hooning around shit. And then he's like, Oh, I can't tonight. I have to go. I've got my school formal today. Yeah. He's not allowed in the school. So he decides he goes up to a guy dressed as a giant koala. Who's trying to, um, who's trying to get donations. Like back in the nineties. Like back. In, they did exist, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. In the nineties, people used to be dressed as koalas getting money. That's yeah. true. Why is no one getting money for koalas anymore? Are they just like fine? No. I After guess. the bushfire? You know what? I think koalas have had a good couple of years. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Yeah. So the koala man is trying to raise money. In a terrible spot. In a terrible spot. John comes up to him. He's like, hey, mate, I need your koala suit. Need he's that like, suit, he's like, bro. get out of here. I'm not giving it to you. They start to tussle a bit, and then he, then he runs down the street. And John chases the koala man down the street. It was a funny enough scene, you know. Sure. It did the job. Yeah. He's basically, you get, he's like... You're not going to catch me. Cut to the school formal. He walks in. Just in the to explain suit. for our American listeners, a school formal is like a prom. Yeah. But just our, just just ambitious you, thinking we have an American <laughs> listeners. Yeah. I, used to, I have friends that I know listen. Okay, good. <laughs> and I wouldn't do you, it if I didn't know. But when you say prom, think school formal. Uh, but yeah. American. Exactly. Yeah. And also 400 times smaller. We might have got this in the wrong order. But we we'll, did. We'll, we did. Might have. We might have. It might have been someone's fault. I mean, it doesn't matter. We went back and watched it again. <laughs> We've gone back. We, back we the paused tape. the episode. We went back and went scene by scene. But we putting put it on, on the Ritz, mute. So putting on so the Ritz came on and I swear to God, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> it was 
Terror. Won't stop shaking. Spooky. We called the police and they've che- since checked underneath all the furniture and there's no one there that can hurt us. <laughs> That's the thing about Tarkin. There were heaps of yeah. dry. You won't be able to find him. <laughs> yeah. The clues are in the song to where he will be, but once you've figured it out, you're already dead. Yeah. So before he goes to the formal, he actually uh, he's walking down the cross with his crew. Hammer and the crew. Hammer and the crew. Actually a bit hammered. This They're crew. all very drunk. Yeah. They run into the beat cops. The beat cops have just had a terrible night before because they've that was the the night before was the one where they had to watch all those guys get beat up by the other cops. Yeah, they didn't get to participate in the police they're, brutality. They're like, yeah, that's always, this is rubbish. It yeah, sucks yeah. being left out. But they yeah, were the they were participating in the pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. that, that pedophilia that's, ring. That's true. They run into the cops and. Here's the thing. They're like, I don't know. Like, were they like saying like, I'm going to go driving? Because the cop's like, you better not go driving. Yeah, he did. Yeah, just I think he literally up. said something like, yeah. I'm going to get it behind the car wheel of a car right now. <laughs> yeah, and the cop's like, don't do it. And then there's like a bit of like a, there's there's it goes from zero to 100 instantly. Yeah, Like where fast. the guy's like, fuck you, you dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're about to fight. And then John comes through the middle. He's like, hey, don't worry about it. These guys are going to go hang out. They're going to go play some games somewhere. Play a bit of poker. No, he said something about like... Someone's got some money to yeah, lose. Yeah, yeah. You go take it from him. And then he gets the keys. He leaves. He gets in the car. Basically, I don't know why he then went and picked up the two old... Because that was the that's what, Hammer that's was what Hammer's do. job is. So yeah. that's what Hammer was going to do. But yeah. I, so he was going to leave the other guys then. Mm. And Hammer was going to go pick up the two. his two bosses while smashed. Yes, yeah. Okay, so... John really helped him this Absolutely. night. Absolutely, yeah. So John goes and picks up the old guys. He goes to drop them at their house. As they see him, they're like, what are you doing here? This, what the fuck? Yeah. But they need a lift home. So they get in that lift home. They start talking business in the backseat a bit. Like they're talking about how much it would cost to buy certain places, how much money they would need, et cetera, et cetera. As they get out of the car at their house, at uh, which one's house? I think it's George's George, house, yeah. yeah. They basically, they give him money and go, go to the end of the road, get a taxi. He goes to leave and then he turns around and he's like, what did you mean when you said this? Mm. Like he's asking about their business talk. Like you you use this term. Yeah, talking about compliance for a yeah. club or something. Does that yeah. mean this, this and that? He's like trying to explain it. And then they they give him a bit of a, like a, they brush him off at first and they're like, well, how dare you even talk to us? Mm. And then he's like, I want to be like you guys one day, like. I want to have your life. I want to have everything you have. And they're like, well, of course you do. Fucking look at us. Duh. I look like goddamn Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's inside my house? A bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. I have so much chicken, yeah. you would die. <laughs> my pool sorry. isn't filled with water. It's filled with fucking those 11 put, herbs That's just Carl Williams, though. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Williams just I put cigarettes out on 17-year-old boys' hands all day. Because <laughs> this kid is 17, yeah. by the way. Yeah, he's 17 this whole time. Yeah. He, he doesn't age <laughs> in this one yeah. episode. I love a 17-year-old with crow's feet. Yeah, sure. yeah, they did cast old, didn't they? He's old. Well, yeah. that he plays him... I'm guessing the whole show. Yeah, so but that, seventeen to twenty-seven, yeah. you could have cast young. <laughs> That's true, and he's got he's got like that five o'clock shadow the entire episode <laughs> yeah, as yeah. well. Because you don't. Well, I don't know. At least me and my friends, I feel like we didn't start aging till late twenties. Yeah, and otherwise you look the same. You're like baby, I'm, baby, I'm baby. St- I'm dying. Yeah, I'm still a little baby face boy. I don't know yeah. when I'm going to age. I'm yeah. hoping it's yeah. soon. Basically, they say to the seventeen-year-old boy. Eventually, they're like, "All right, come on in." He lets him into the house, which is huge because like Hammer, no 
Hammer's, Hammer's never, never yeah, been never, in there. The crew. Hammer and the crew have Not even there. Hammer. Well, Hammer's Not show- even the Sharks. I guess the opposite, the, the, the difference is that Hammer shows up and drink drives them <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, Probably yeah. crashes 16 times on the way, whereas he like drive them home. Yeah, and they're then like, oh, wow, we made, it. We made it this never time. Been there. <laughs> he's also brutish. Like he does, he's a, he's a, kind of like a security guard. I was going to yeah. say Seco. Well, but he's like, he's the, he's the Hammer. He's the, the muscle. But John's been let in the house. So he goes in the house. He gets to see uh, his wife and she's like 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's 10. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like early twenties. You know, she's hot. She's hot. Um, there's, there's gags where it's like, Hey, keep your eyes on me. Don't look over there. Don't look at my hot ass wife, but acknowledge that she's a hot ass wife yeah. at the same yeah. time. Yeah. But he gets to have a sit down with these two and they start talking business with him he kind of has this big moment after the meetup. He goes back and like tells the boys and they're all like, fuck off. No, you didn't. That is a scene before he goes. Gets the, the koala f- suit. Gets the koala suit. Now we're at the formal or the s- social, they keep calling it. Mm. First thing he does when he walks in, the guy that he fought and got expelled for fighting goes up and like goes to like dance with him because it's like a crazy koala man. He knees him in the nuts. And then... This is this scene was my least favorite in the whole episode mm. because it's ridiculous. So basically he goes in in this koala suit and then like he goes up to the girl that he's been courting the whole episode and he's like, "Hey, it's me. It's John." And she's like, "Oh, it's John. Cool." And then all of a sudden this other girl, like the friend is like, and she's the one that I I hinted at earlier being the worst actress I've ever experienced. Right. She's like, "Oh my god." It's John, and then she like, and then she like, she walks around going, guys, guys, it's John, and it's John. You know what the worst part of it? I, yeah, the acting was god awful, but she, but even before she goes around telling people, she goes, "You shouldn't be here. You're gonna get kicked out if people find out." Yeah, you fucking yeah. just went around the whole Stop school yelling yeah, about exactly. it, exactly. Like freak, he's just there to bone <laughs> one girl. Yeah, your best friend, let him do it. But she has one line, and she just. She's so bad. Which is it? Yeah, every time. And every time it's just like it's John. And then people just start like fucking cheering. Like everyone's like, "Woo, John!" Like everyone's talking about it. And then like the principal, it kind of goes nowhere as well because then the principal like stands up and he's yeah. like, he's like, "Take off everybody, take off your masks." And and not one person is wearing. <laughs> he's no, the yeah. only one in. A I mask. know you're here, Ibrahim. Is what he yeah. says. And like- then he takes off the mask, and then scene ends. Like he's you, just, you don't see what happened. He's just fucking no, the chick. No, he's just the next fucking scene. her on the stairs. Yeah. It's like the principal turned around and was like, you know what you have to do now? You have to fuck your girlfriend on the but like, stairs. But what, what was the principal? Was the principal like, get out of this room? <laughs> like, I guess. The rest of the school, stay. No. Nah. That's fine. I'm yeah, not going to. The rest of the school, if you want to fuck. I'm not going to escort you out. But just, 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 I'm going to trust if you leave this room, you're going to have left the school. Yeah, go to yeah. the fire escape right now. <laughs> so he goes to the fire escape with, with his girl. They have like, they talk, they, they fuck. They fuck. Oh, the bet, the, the conversation they have before that happens is like, the cr- I was cringing so much. I can't, what, what is I it again? I don't remember it at all. It, uh, she asks him something about koalas. Yeah. And he's like, they sleep all day. No, she's like, oh, you know, they sleep all day. And he's like, 
No, it's because they're tired from playing video games. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Now I, I think I suppressed it. And I thought that was going yeah. somewhere because koalas oh. sleep for like 18 hours of the day and then they fucking eat and that's it. Yeah. I thought that that's what he was going to say. Been, and so then he was like, the video games. Huh. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. he's a Ooh. kid. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it, a 17 year old kid. It really works. He's a kid yes. and he does yes. not do it, cocaine. It hey, work, yeah. look. You they started shagging. Yeah. You know, yeah. they 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 have they have sex on the stairs. Yeah, uh, you you get a shot of them fucking with with like uh, a little obscured by the uh, the head of the koala. Yeah, yeah. gags, gags, gags. Cut to the guy who had. You cut to a guy. Do you reckon that? Why that, was that guy, the koala guy, still in the same spot, just sitting? <laughs> Because he wanted uh, yeah. his suit back. Oh, he was bruised. He had the shit. Yeah, yeah. He got, yeah. Shit out of he, got yeah. he got fucked up. Yeah, but why would you just sit there and wait for him to come back? I you guess reckon? he was just sitting there being like, that sucked. In the time that this guy's ghost to his yeah, former true. has it's a, a fuck, has a really stupid conversation and about And he goes to school out west fucked? as well. Like he goes yeah, to school out west. That so was like, my thing. So that's quite a drive out west. Again, and this guy's just sitting there being like, Oh God! Well, I guess yeah. he might come back. A wrinkly teenager beat the shit out of him. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. So we cut to a guy sitting there in his underpants. He's had the he's shit sitting in the middle of the cross in his underpants, like he wants to get beaten up further. He's had the shit Not beaten up. Out of he's him. gonna get. He's gonna have a time. <laughs> he, he's all he's all bruised and bloody. And then John comes up next to him, throws down the koala suit. He's like, "I told you I'd bring it back." Gives him more money as well. Gives actually. him some more money. Then we get a bit of, we get like a voiceover here again that's like, like it's basically like, Johnny Boy, I don't know if Johnny Boy was on a high from the night that it's been. Something about her voice that's so annoying. Yeah, it is hard. It's right in this register. Yeah. Yeah. But But do you think he actually fucked or do you reckon that was like real Abraham on set being like, oh, just letting you guys know. We're going to fuck though. I I actually fucked her. Uh, Actually, (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure this scene's inaccurate because I think I was fucking like Uh, 10 chicks. I think the the principal gave me a ward for (laughs) how how well I fucked that chick. (laughs) This is all pretty fawn over him and the, the part I mean it'd be interesting to watch the rest of this season but just in this episode there's certain parts where it's just like I feel like you didn't need to praise him yeah, like that, yeah. you know totally, like, yeah. <laughs> just like you know oh look he gave the suit back to the, the charity oh guy yeah true true for the most the part it's, it's like it's like Good he's acts. actually a pretty. It's yeah. like he's a oh, good he guy. Comes off Look great. how rough the cops are, but like he gives. He's a shit he stops yeah. fights and like yeah yeah. Exactly, yeah yeah. But I reckon he's awesome. The VO <laughs> is is talking. It's like I don't know if uh, John was on like a a high from the night, but you know he he saw something going on and he didn't even know the people he was fighting, but he just wanted to be in the fight. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it was based on like what George Foreman had, or Freeman, or whatever that guy's fucking name is, Colonel Sanders had said, where he's like, you've got to, you've got to have to do it, like do the job properly. You've got to maintain the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah order. Then, yeah, yeah, have order. In so the he'd streets. had that in his head. Yeah, he'd also been told by uh, George that like four years from now he needs to do four years out there at least to like learn it and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's. He sees these guys fighting. He's like, I gotta I gotta keep order in these streets. I'm gonna break this up. He breaks it up, he starts fighting them. As that's happening, someone pulls out a knife. And something we didn't mention at this point is the episode actually opens on this as well. So oh, during yeah. putting on the Ritz, we are going down the entire like we're going down the cross and we're following a guy holding a yeah. bloody body. You're terrified, the song is playing. Well, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. I wish I could have 
remembered it, but I was in the next room screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I was, was being sedated. I was. <laughs> I, I someone had to put me down. Shh, shh, okay? yeah. I was like the nightmare's coming again. <laughs> so someone pulls out a knife and stabs John like three or four times. Like they're really. It was quite well done. I thought the actual stabbing scene was like. They didn't do the stupid speed ramping thing. Yeah. It was quite uh, it, In fact, they did the, the polar like opposite. They yeah. slowed it down. Yeah. Him, yeah. 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 This guy Sad. stabs him. He runs. And the thing about John is that he's like, everyone on the street knows him at this point. So like the a bouncer that you'd seen previously, like look down. The VO is like, says like, uh, it's still a kilometer to the closest to possible. Yeah, it's St. Vincent's. Yeah. Yeah. It's really impressive that he picked him up and carried him to yeah. St. Yeah, that's a big run. That's yeah, a big in a run. tuxedo. Yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. It's a kilometre to get to the closest hospital, but at this time at night, like, uh, ambulance is going to take twice as long. Yeah. yeah. So you get a, a shot of the bouncer. He's, like, grabbing, he's holding the boy, and he's just, like, running down the street. As he's running down the street, he's getting, like, covered in the blood. And then you see, like, a character in this episode that's been introduced he hasn't had any lines. He sees this happening. He runs across a road in front of cars, like stops him, runs up into like a bar and like pushes past a ba- another bouncer and like goes and talks to Hammer. And then you see Hammer, the overacting is a bit yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah. cause like in this scene, you could have just had Hammer like react, be like, all you need is his face to drop and be like, oh shit. But instead, as soon as he's told, he goes and like grabs the table in front of him and throws it <laughs> yeah, across the room. unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. It's not what happened. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like, so dumb. Hammer yeah. was there at the, um, at the set on set being like, I flipped the shit out of that table. <laughs> Actually, I pretty much flipped the whole bar. <laughs> like when that table flipped, I think the whole building fell down. <laughs> I'm the hammer, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, John gets taken to uh, the hospital. He gets dropped on the floor. They pick him up. They start doing like surgery and shit on him. Yeah. He wakes up and you've got by his bedside, you've got hammers there. Yeah. Do you also have George at this point? No, no, that's the next one. Hammer tells him to get rest. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes back to sleep. Basically, he's like, don't stress yourself too much. You need to sleep. He was actually sleep. in a coma for three weeks. When that, yeah, in like IRL. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Shit. Yeah. He almost died for real. Wow. <laughs> well, he got stabbed well, quite yeah, a few times. And yeah. he would have lost so much blood on that walk. Yeah, like yeah. punctured yeah. his lung and it took out part of his intestine. And yeah, yeah three like weeks when they in just, a coma is a long Yeah, When yeah, they describe these injuries and you're kind of watching him bleed out on that walk and like we've all walked that walk. Before, like you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what? It's, how long it takes. Yeah, totally. I've bled out heaps on a walk. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I was like, a miracle he's alive. Yeah, it's all like cocaine. That tiny man. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. do cocaine. Or like cocaine <laughs> pumping that blood. Yeah. yeah, it's true. He doesn't have that much blood to start off with because he's so small. There's not much in there. I yeah. can't honestly. I can't wait till he murders me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but he heard we were doing this. He's been just standing outside the whole time. He seems chill. Yeah, he's chill. But then George comes to his bedside. And he says that line that you had said previously. That yeah. what? What is it? Just basically, there'll be people that are stronger than you, but you could be the smart one. Or he something. said you're too too yeah. small and too pretty to be the toughest, but you could be the smartest. You obviously didn't see those crow's feet, hey? Yeah. <laughs> no, He's like, but you could use an anti aging serum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically, he's saying like, hey, don't. You don't have to rule the streets with your fists. Just be with your tiny fists. With your tiny, <laughs> tiny fists. Just be smart about this. And he's also thankful that it 
There's he's he's kind of like he's seen him as like a bit of a son. Yeah. Well, but that was one of have we said that that's one of his balances. Yeah. So he protected. So, but even like the guy he, he was protecting. He didn't him know was, that. Yeah. Yeah. The so. guy he was protecting in the fight was one of George. Foreman's people. Yeah. Yeah. You keep saying George Foreman. That's the 100% grill. the grill. The George yeah. Foreman grill, yeah. 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 He he saved the day and all he had to do was get stabbed quite a few times because of it. Yeah. So I love George not being able to stop smoking in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where he's like smelling the cigarette and he's like, I got to get out of here. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I always wonder how people like that take plane rides. Yeah. Glad you're okay, pal. Yeah, well, I back then, getting he could have yeah. just could chew- smoked on the Not then. Yeah, late eighties, not yeah. late eighties. You reckon? Yeah, reckon? Nah, I think you could in the nineties. I'm yeah. pretty sure on certain airlines you could. I, don't know. I think. I just don't I think ever remember being on a plane without yeah. smoke or with smoke. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't fly that much as a kid because I was a kid. Yeah, was not a millionaire. Too busy smoking. Yeah, well, like I was. <laughs> but now, so George is in debt to um to John because he's saved one of his bounces from being stabbed. Yeah, he got stabbed in his place. We get John going to the mirror to look at himself. I think that's as he's looking at himself in the mirror, you get like what G- George said to him. He's like, you don't have to be the yeah. the the toughest. You can be the smartest. He like rips it off. He's got like his cross on his chest. A crazy scar. Yeah. Like this huge scar. And then you've got like him like getting better from it, working out a fuckload. Yeah. And boxing, then swimming. Boxing, yeah. swimming. Definitely forgot to finish the episode, eh? Okay. So he's working out and then you get like the voiceovers basically here being like, and this is like, now this is the story of like how one kid died before he's like, before he got old yeah, in King's Cross, died, yeah. but it was only for four minutes. Yeah. And it's like, psh, 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 underbelly. Speaking, yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much. Put it on the Ritz. The pu- and then putting on the Ritz came back on and I <laughs> freaked the <laughs> fuck out <laughs> through my scary. TV. I did like that rock star thing where I threw it out the window, but mine was out of fear. But most of them have been because of that song. People don't realize that. Yeah. Motley Crue. People didn't yeah, start doing that until that. the yeah. 80s. It's like the guy from the Vine. So the lead singer when he starts beating up like all like the guitars. And it's shit because and he it. starts playing the guitar it's and he just, accidentally no, it plays it. it. <laughs> he <laughs> plays putting on the wrist and goes, no! And just starts smashing it up. We've all done it. Yeah. That leads us on to ratings for the pilot episode of Underbelly, The Golden Mile. Andy, what do you give it? I'm just giving this a straight five. Cassie? Five. I Two fives. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 5.5 because I see the potential. I think it did try to do a lot of things pretty cool, but it's just the the flash, 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 flash. Billy? Uh, I, yeah, I think six. Like like you said, I think there's so much but Like, it is such a good story. Yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, there were some elements that I think were done quite well. I think, like, the script is, like, obviously kind of dog shit. Like, it's a kind of corny um, but I think the guy who plays John Ibrahim is quite a charismatic actor. I think he's not terrible. Mm, I think apparently yeah. terrible in real life. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome to next week when we do SAS Australia. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I it made me want to watch more of it. Like, yeah. I, I still, I still want to watch the rest of it. Yeah. Um, oh no, it, here's the thing, and I say this every week. Mm. Uh, not every week, but a lot of weeks. This is another one of the shows that I'm going to put on my endless <laughs> list of. Shows that I'm going to continue watching, but definitely won't. Yeah. <laughs> We've done 66 episodes of this now. I reckon I have said that for about 30, and I can 
tell you I've never once kept watching I any of these shows. I got close. I got so close. You did the OC. My favorite, I nearly finished the OC. My favourite was Andy being like, I'm definitely going to watch Deadwood and we're on the same stand account and just seeing it just sit there like yeah. season one, episode two. Yeah. I did a couple of Star Treks, but then I gave up. Yeah, I remember that. I watched the all of, all of Secret Life of American Dean twice. Yeah, you did it twice. twice. Fucking freak. That leads us I'm on. I'm telling you, it was a cry for help and no one helped. That leads us on to what we are doing next week. Cassie, what are we up to next week? Next week, we're bringing you what we promised you a couple of weeks ago. We will do The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Nice. Is it called The Secret Life of Alex Mack? Yeah. Shit, that's the two, there's two secret lives. Why do we keep I repeating ourselves? I don't think it's ourselves? called The Secret. It is because every time I type it into my calendar, it's like, oh, uh, The American Secret team. World of Alex Mack. Okay, do you want me to redo that? Nope. I, wanna, I want you to be humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Wait until the American <laughs> listeners hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Not the American. She is as dumb as we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, thank you so much for coming on yeah, again. Thank thanks you. for having me, guys. Yeah. Yeah, great. I can't wait to do Underbelly Badness. Is that what it's called? <laughs> no, I refuse to do that. <laughs> underbelly Badness with Big the host of Survivor. Underbelly. I'm sorry, that's sick. <laughs> thank you so much for listening at home. If you have any podcast recommendations, write into testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. Highest gets merch, lowest gets merch. You came kind of came in with a real mid-range there. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to get high or low, but... You might get high at this point. Yeah. We might do some dog shit shows going forward. He's hoping. <laughs> I mean, no, because no, because high is highest and you could get lowest. Yeah. You're not going to get yeah, anything. You're not getting anything. Shit, out you're of three, fucked, you didn't man. even oh, manage man. to play. Well, street sharks. That'll get up. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be the first time we ever rate in hundreds because it's just it's too good to give it. Yeah, a well, we had to stretch that to three hours, but it was worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Just live your life out there, man. Oh, hit the button, Andy. <laughs> Do you